Today, we are talking about one of the biggest frustrations when it comes to writing your online course. So tune into the episode to find out what that is and how to cure that frustration. Welcome to the Course Creators Classroom Podcast. This podcast is all about the tips and tricks to writing a successful online course that will turn your students into raving fans. I am your host, April Bradford. Now let's dive in to today's lesson. Hey there, welcome back to the Course Creators Classroom Podcast. I'm super excited that you were here for another episode of learning how to write your online course. Before we get started, have you downloaded the free three-part video series? It's called Cure Course Creation Overwhelm, but really what it is, it is setting you up for success. So go download that free video series where I will walk you step-by-step how to set up your course creation so you are not overwhelmed in the process. All right. Another thing that I offer, if you don't know this, is a free Facebook group. It's called Course Creators Classroom Facebook group, and it's for anyone who listens to this podcast and wants to be in a community and Every month I do a monthly training in there and it's all free. The only thing you have to do to get in is answer three simple questions. And one of those questions that I ask is how can I help you create your course? Today we are going to be discussing the top answer. It's actually two questions that I get asked, but I'm combining them because they go hand in hand together. So I'm going to be answering those on this podcast today. So those two questions that I get asked are, how do I know what information to put in my course? I have so much information and I don't know what to put in and what to leave out. And then the second one is, how in the world do I organize all of this information? So let's dive in to those two questions. Do you remember watching Karate Kid when you were a kid? And how frustrated Daniel was becoming when Mr. Miyagi was making him do all these mundane t- mundane tasks. Tasks that he had done before, washing cars, painting fences. But when he was doing them, Mr. Miyagi, for example, the wax on, wax off. He had to wax on with one hand and wax off with another hand. And Mr. Miyagi went to check on him and he watched him and he was circling his hand in the wrong motion. And so he said, wax on, wax off, and helped him with his hands. And then he did the same thing with the fence. He had to do big, long strokes up and down, up and down. And he was showing him, bend your knees. And then Daniel was getting really frustrated because he's like, what does this have to do with my training? I am not learning karate here. And he was getting really frustrated. But Mr. Miyagi knew He knew, first of all, his student. He knew where Daniel was and he knew what he needed to be able to successfully perform the karate moves. So what Mr. Miyagi was doing, he was a fantastic teacher. He's such a good example of a teacher because he took these mundane tasks that Daniel knew how to do And he showed him the right moves to do to do those tasks. But then what he did was he connected it, what he was doing, all of those tasks 
to the actual karate moves. So when it came to him performing karate, he had the muscle memory of the moves, which were actually karate moves and karate blocks. So what does this have to do with you and creating your course? Like I said, Mr. Miyagi was truly a genius teacher. So let's look at what he did and break that down. First of all, Mr. Miyagi knew Daniel and he knew what his skill levels were. And he started from where he was at. Would he have trained a professional karate person, karateer? I'm not sure how you say that. Would he have changed, <laughs> trained a professional the same way that he trained Daniel? Probably not. But he knew where Daniel was coming from. He knew his student. So that is the number one thing that you need to know is who are you teaching? Who are you serving in your course? What do they know when they come to you? Now, I have actually talked about this on the podcast before. I have a whole episode of it which is episode number five. And in this episode, I go really deep in defining who your ideal student is. So if you have not listened to that, go back and listen to episode number five. If you're struggling on knowing what to put in your course, this, you have to know this first. You have to know your ideal student. Once you know your student, then just like Mr. Miyagi, you can start building your course based on what they need and what they need to know to be successful. And that leads me to the second thing. Mr. Miyagi always knew from the very moment that he started working with Daniel, he knew where the end goal was. He knew exactly where he wanted to get Daniel to before he even started teaching him. And in episode two of the podcast, I talk about this. This is the foundation of your course. This is your course promise. You must know this and be absolutely firm and solid on this before you write your course. Knowing your student and knowing the goal for them is the key to knowing what to put into your course. Once you know the goal, then you can start writing your content. So you know your student, you know what they know, you know where they need to begin, you know the course promise, so you know the end. You know the end of where they need to get to. Now you need all the stuff in between. And this is what I call framing your course or outlining your course. And again, this is in episode two. So you need to frame your course. You need to outline it. And you are going to keep in mind your student, what they know, what they need to know, and everything will need to be leading back to your foundation. Just like Mr. Miyagi, he was not, even though Daniel thought this, he was not having him paint fences and uh, wax and wash cars just to get his chores done. He had a specific purpose. He strategically planned all of those chores to get Daniel to be the best competitor in karate that he could be. The same goes for you. You need to be very solid on what you're promising, what the goal is. 
know your student, and then everything that you build is leading back to that. If your content does not directly lead to the course promise, the course foundation, the course goal, those are all the same thing. If it doesn't lead to that, then it doesn't belong in your course. And as far as organizing your course goes, think about the steps that your students need to take to get to the foundation, to get to the goal, to the goal. You need to make sure that you are strategically thinking about the steps that they need to take and in what order do they need to take them and what will make more the most sense to them. That is how you organize your content. That is how you know what to put in your course and how to organize it. So today is short, but I'm not going to say that it's simple because doing this can be hard, but it is so worth it and will get your students the results that you promise. So those are your keys. Number one, know who your ideal student is. Number two, make sure that you know your course promise. And then number three, frame or outline your course in a way and in an order that makes sense that will get your students to the goal. Anything that doesn't lead to that goal needs to be left out. So that's it. That's my tips for you today on how to know what to put in your course, what gets left out, and how to organize that. All right. If you have not reviewed the podcast yet, I would absolutely love it if you would do so. That is how Apple Podcasts and the other podcast platforms recommend podcasts to other people is through reviews. So I am on a mission to help everyone get a course online. As we see right now with what's going on in the world, online education is going to become a very big deal. I have a feeling that with everything that's going on, we're going to see a big bump in online education. So I would love to help everyone who wants to get their course online. And the way that you can help me with my goal is to leave a review for this podcast. So if you got any value out of this, I'd love you to go leave a review. Okay, that's it for this week. And I will see you here, same place next week. Have a fantastic week. Bye.